I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. And we coming from our basement to your headphones. Barely even know who we are, but changing the unknown. Thank you for downloading the Podcastianos. Now here are your hosts, Jordan Hall and Eric Wayne. Welcome back to another episode of the Pod Caduce. I'm Jordan Hall, and I'm joined, as always, by the hitter next in line to get the call from Toledo, Eric Wayne. I think, actually, I don't want to say I'm famous, but maybe more people have heard of me or you than Jim Adusi. That is until now. Yeah. Right? Exploding on the scene. Yes. Mr. Adusi. Yeah. I, I mean, is it too early to say that he's my, my new tiger? Maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. It's never too early. It's never too early to, to get on a bandwagon or have a T-shirt made from some <laughs> fleeting moment of success. <laughs> We're the standard bearers for better get a T-shirt while it getting good. One might say that the moment in time when we were trying to get that T-shirt made may have been the high point in Andrew Romine's career. It very well could have been. Yes, but what a moment it was. Okay. Oh, living in it. So as you guys may have seen uh, in yesterday's game and in yet again tonight, we're recording on, on Tuesday. Um, this evening, we are absolutely hammering the Mariners. Um, but the Tigers lineup has been infiltrated by several guys whose names um, that, quite frankly, weren't even close to being on our radar um, in spring training, a couple of weeks, first couple of weeks of the year. Um, and lo and behold, they, they led us to the decisive win on Sunday over the Twins. And they're spearheading it tonight. Um, so in two games, and this is not including tonight because I had these stats prepared for last night. Um, catcher first base extraordinaire John Hicks is hitting 500 with a homer, double, and six ribs. And uh, everyone else's new favorite right fielder, too, Jim Adusi. Game of his life, three for four, double, two ribs, added a triple tonight. Um, so in honor of their success and the joy it's brought you and me and all Tigers fans everywhere, I thought we could play a quick trivia game regarding the two. You good with that? I, I am. I'm assuming I'm the contestant here, you are, and I'm going to... You are, in fact, the contestant. I mean, you could play against the listeners. <laughs> okay, listeners, be honest. Write <laughs> down your answers. All right, let's 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 do this. Okay, it's very simple. I'll read you a fact off of one of the players' Wikipedia page, and you have to tell me whose it's off of. Can, okay. You got that? I, this might be a little cheating because I had to, like, learn who these guys are. So uh, I'll see once how I do. Okay. The first one, uh, this player attended Goochland High School in Goochland, Virginia. Um, that is Hicks. That is Hicks. You're one for one. You always do very well at my games. Uh, of course, the most famous Goochland grad is none other than. Don't say it. Don't say it. There's There may be another question about that. What? I said, don't say it. There may be another question about that. Okay. Um, this player was once suspended for a positive test for doping that resulted in his team being fined 10 million won for inadequate player management. Interesting. That's got to be a doozy. It is a doozy. That's yeah. a lot of won, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> they had a head in one direction. That's oh, for sure. no. Um, okay, so you're two for two. This player played youth baseball with Sierra's husband, or as you may know him, Russell Wilson. 
that is um, that is Mr. Ducey. No. Uh, yes, that is Mr. Ducey as well. Incorrect. It is Hicks. Is Hicks? Oh, I should have. Who yeah. were you talking about from Goochland, Virginia? I just assume you're talking about, about old, old Danger Russ. No. Come on. You, do you not know this? Uh, not Who, off. Not off. The, it's been a long day. I mean, you, you, you can just this, go this person's name should be familiar to you. If it's not it, Drew Verhagen or Daniel Norris, I'm not in it. I'll tell you, it's not Miguel Cabrera, but it's Victor Martinez. Justin Verlander. Really? Yeah, he went to Goochland. Oh, so they're Gooch, that was kind they're, of the they're Gooch buddies. <laughs> they're Gooch Bros. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, last one. Um, this this player hails from the True North, strong and free. Mm, that's got to be Hicks. No, it's a Ducey because I made two facts for each. Oh, so well, I should have noticed the. And to be honest, it went back the and symmetry forth. there back. I actually yeah. uh, get this in my notes. I highlighted the ones for Hicks in blue and the ones for a Ducey in Tigers orange. Smart. Yeah. Do you think Ducey, even though he's from Canada, would qualify to play for Team Italy just from his last name? I think he could qualify to play yep. for whatever team he wants to. <laughs> Jim Ducey. <laughs> um, so anyway, that brings us to this week's leadoff question. If you had to make up a nickname for one of our new favorite Tigers, a.k.a. these two guys, uh, what you can make one for, for one and or the other. Uh, what would it be? I'll let you go okay. first because, let's be honest, you are more creative in this regard than I am. How, how many do you have? How many, I have uh, three, but one is kind of all-encompassing. Okay. All right. How about this? Way down yonder on the gym, Medusi. Never knew how much the muddy water meant to me. No? I, that's... I didn't sing. I promised I and I wouldn't sing on the podcast anymore. Anymore? So. Do you, have a, do you have a past? Of course. Of course. All right. No more singing on the podcast. That was good. A little, little cumbersome, but that's certainly wordplay. Okay. All right. Here um, we go. Obviously, Hicks is from, from Goochland, Virginia. I figure we could call him Gucci Mane. Ooh, okay. For for old ones okay. like you, that that's a rapper. Okay. That, I am an old one. That qualifies. How about this one? Speaking since I'm old, this will, this will unveil how old I am. How about... Christy Yamadusi. <laughs> That's quality. I like that one. Okay. Yes. That I think that I think that sticks. Christy um, Yamadusi. So this one's a little little bit more basic. Uh, just instead of John Hicks, John hits. Because what what does he John do? John hits. John hits. Sure. Um, how about? I, I think this one is my favorite. Juicy a doocy. Juicy a doocy. <laughs> Juicy. I like Juicy. that. That should be our yeah. thing. Just giving all of the various tigers nicknames. Juicy Ducey. And then we can get to a um, point where we never actually refer to them as their real name, just the nicknames. Juicy. I like Juicy a lot. Juicy. It, it is. You know, his name is Jim. He's like 30. And his name, how many, what's the youngest Jim, you know? Probably like 55. Yeah. Jim, Jim's like a grandpa name now. Eric, uh, Eric and Jordan are like dad. Well, Jordan, if you're a girl, I mean, you could be a teen girl named Jordan. But <laughs> well, otherwise, then you'd have Jordan and Eric are like name. dad yeah. names. Sorry. Yeah. Getting old. Definitely. Uh, my last one, this could just go for, for either of them or anyone. Uh, Goswaldo Arcia. Um. <laughs> That's a throwback from way back. Um, so we talked about it a little bit earlier, but going to remind everyone one more time, get yourself over to breaking and get yourself the Romine empire, uh, t-shirt that we kind of inspired, um, fire emoji design, very, very Roman looking. And it honors everyone's favorite red hot chili peppers fan, uh, Andrew Romine shirts are soft. Won't be disappointed. And also I was texting with all of your moms. Mother's day is coming up. That's what she wants for reals. Yeah. Uh, oh, she wants a Cleet Thomas shirt. I'm sure. Ma- <laughs> Cleet's Cougars are back. Ne- next time yeah. Cleet gets rolling, we'll we'll get working on that yeah. sh- that shirt. And look for the Juicy Aducey shirt. It's Any day now, I'm sure. Almost inevitable. Uh, BreakingT.com, and that's just the letter T, no T-E or anything like that. It's not the first design anymore. Scroll down a little bit. You can find it. And while you're there, get yourself a Dan the Van Man shirt. Dan is awesome. You have one. I do. It looked it looked good on you, but you could make anything look good. That's what so. that's what that's what they tell me. Um, on the Twitter, I am at Jordan Hall twenty three. 
Eric is at Comeric Eric, and the show is at Podcastianos. And once again, if you want to follow my absolutely fire emoji Instagram account, I am at Jordino4, and I'll spell it J-O-R-D-I-N-H-O and the number four. And we'd love it if you would take the time to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, uh, or whatever other platform you're listening to the show on. Yeah, do that. I'm Blaine Hardy, and you're listening to the podcast, Giannos. Uh, Eric, uh, do you remember March Madness when they kept showing that uh, Xavier story about when they had the bad February? The coach took, like, the calendar, tore out the months of February, and burned it and put the ashes in the urn that they carried with them, like, everywhere to remind them, you know, no that, month, that month is over. Now we're looking ahead. That That's some solid coaching. I would expect that from Jason Beck's favorite team. Beck's a big Xavier fan, the, the uh-huh. writer for the Tigers. So I, I love Xavier just, just for Beck, of course. Um, we should probably do that with the the start of the week this past week with that Tampa series. Get someone's like mini planner. Let's burn the crap out of that. Carry it around with us to remember never going back there. Yeah, the dome was an absolute debacle. It it definitely was. Um, it was just it was just one of those series like. Sometimes uh, there will just be those those series where from from kind of top to bottom, nothing good comes from it. Everything that com- can possibly happen happens as all bad. Um, I'm willing to just throw this one away. Are you are you good with that? Yeah. You know, it, Jacoby Jones is a very good outfielder, but he couldn't he couldn't pick up the ball very well. Just had goofy hops and guys getting Hurt, obviously, more hurt in, when we went to Minnesota. But just the the defense was bad. Everything just looked off. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And and I hate to just blame it on the turf because you know some of some of it carries over, some of it doesn't. And you know, only three of the the players are regularly on turf. Just your outfielders. Right. Uh, I, I mean, is it a mental I, thing? Is is that what's going on? Yeah, maybe. I mean. I don't know. They they had just kind of won a, a big series in Cleveland. That's true. And they're playing a lesser team. And I don't know, maybe they just got their defenses down a little bit. I don't know. Uh, question I have for you. Were you surprised that Matuk didn't play some outfield, seeing as he has experience there? Yeah, I saw somebody actually bring that up on Twitter. And that that's a good point. The problem with, with Mikey, um, I'm not sure if you're you're aware of this, but he's not very good. Um, so having him in the outfield, while that would have been would have been nice, um, you know, I love yeah. everyone, and he is a terrible, terrible hitter, like yeah. next level okay. bad hitter. Um, I think it said a lot that Jacoby has gotten so much playing time, and I think they are saying what I kind of wondered, and that is Jacoby and Matuk are kind of redundant, and I think Jacoby's had won that job. Um, won the lion's share of it. We'll see once, um, obviously, when Jacoby and JD get back, if Matuk's the man left out. I think he has to be the log- logical cut. Like, not, just being brutally honest, none of us really like Tyler Collins, but Tyler Collins has been very productive this year. Outfield, you know, he has his problems out there, but he's been he's been hot with the stick pretty much the entire year. Um yeah, I, he, I hasn't he been off. He's been off a little bit lately. He's had he had another couple, three. I mean, obviously, we're just basing everything on tonight, but he had another couple three hits tonight. Like, okay, he's yep. I don't know. Like, he brings something to the team that that almost no one else does, too. And that's being yep. a left handed bat. Collins Collins is a better. He's the best hitter of the three. Yeah, by by far, I would say for sure. Yeah. Um, and oh, Jones Jones can sure catch it, but there's periods of time where he looks a little lost at the plate doesn't have a plan so yeah. and i, I do but think, still better than matu yeah I, I completely agree with that i still think he could benefit from some some more time in toledo um i think we're a better team with him up i think better for him right now once he's healthy would be to spend a month down there maybe trying to to refigure it out i just don't know if we have that that luxury well it, I heard reports that he was even the day after. Yeah, he was banged up, but could have gotten back in the batter's box and could have played. But I think the Tigers did the smart thing. Yeah, he got creamed in the face. Let that heal a little bit. And I wouldn't be surprised if he gets a um, a rehab start go. or two. 
you know, give him a couple games in Toledo just to kind of get his feet back under him and reboot a little bit. That'd yeah. be smart. I'm not convinced that he does have a next year to go to offensively, but I mean, it, it would be a nice uh, breather. And, and maybe the, maybe these couple of days off have, off have been the breather for him. I don't yeah. know. Um, yeah. But clearly the way he was going, something needed to be, to be shaken up a little bit. Um, part of the problem that I, I thought with the, the series in, in Tampa, what made it so frustrating is that all of the games started off well. We, all, we had instant mm-hmm. offense in all three. Miggy hit the home run in game one. Nick hit excuse me, Nicholas, uh, tripled in the first inning off of Chris Archer, which I thought was going to get out. Then Ian led off with a bomb off of Rasmo in the third game. And then it just fell apart. We just completely capitulated. Um, what do you, what did you think about some of the, the communication problems with the outfielders? Is that Jacoby being young and being a kid and not willing to take charge? Or is that, you know, did you kind of put that down to the top of the dome being maybe a little bit harder to pick it up from? Yeah, I think the dome picking up is one thing. I don't think Jacoby being relatively new to the club or with his outfielders is much of a factor. Uh, Osmus and some of the other players uh, said, yeah, there were people in the dome yelling, I got it, I got it, meaning fans. And that created some chaos. In any other park, I would say, oh, gosh, get over it. That's garbage. But have you ever been to the trop? I have actually. Yeah. For, it for is, football, but not but I've been yeah. in there. Yeah. It is like playing in a living room. If you yell, if you are behind the third base, if you're on the third baseline behind third base, and you have a friend who's on the first base, and if you yell loud enough, you can carry on a conversation in there. I'm not I'm not joking. Like you it, you can talk to each other way across. And with the crowds there and how that stadium is, somebody yelling out, I got it, I got it, I wouldn't doubt that that was a little bit of an issue. Now, of course, uh, is it Cash, who's their manager, um, kind, of made Cash, fun yeah. of, kind of made fun of them saying, yeah, they lost that series because we had a, a fan yelling out the crowd, evidently. Okay, yeah, I get it. You're professionals. You're supposed to catch a baseball. But that's had a little little bit to do with it. Did you hear that report? Yeah, I, I saw that. And my, my initial thought was, well, I guess there's like 12 people there. You probably can hear what everyone is saying. Yeah. Okay. So is that smart fan or dirty fan? I think it's just a douche fan. I don't, I mean, do are okay. they trying to impact the outcome of the game? I kind of don't buy that. I think they right. just are being, being douches. I'll tell you what, if I was a fan and I thought that affected the defense of the other team, I would do it. I, I'm helping my team, man. I'm yelling, saying, uh, I would try that s- stuff. All right. I don't, I don't have ethics. No, I, try I, I don't have an issue with it. I just, I just, I don't <laughs> it's believe. It's a little douchey. I don't believe that they purposefully thought out like, oh, I'm going to do this and it's going to make a mess up. Like, I think it was just, hey, this is funny. You know, something like that. The guy was a. A total a doozy. <laughs> um, so we That's still had chances to win two of the three. Um, if the Iglesias double play gets turned, the one that he got injured, yeah. on, um, we win that game. And Norris, I mean, obviously you, you all know how much I love Norris. Norris should have been out of many, many an inning and given up very fewer runs in his starts. Maybe, maybe not quite. We should have won, but he would have. He kept us in the game if the defense. Had, had allowed it. Um, but what did, what did you make of the double play that, that Iggy got injured on? Um, it, it was routine. Like, I just don't – like, I've watched it a hundred times. I yeah. don't understand what happened. It, was, it wasn't a great feed. Didn't he have to kind of come across the bag? See, what uh, I, I think he was anticipating it a little bit. I think his momentum wanting to uh, – Iglesias' momentum wanting to get rid of it so quickly had him already through uh, – through the base before the the ball got to him i think it was just okay. a little too much uh yep. i don't know in impatience i guess yeah what a horrible way for a game to end though right on the cusp of getting victory and then you your guy goes down in a heap and you throw the ball away and lose i mean it's just a swing i'm glad i didn't see it live because i would have been i would have been unhappy and <laughs> 
and uh, and little and little ornery about the whole situation. But this, yeah, that, that's a bad deal. This is going to sound terrible, but when Iglesias went down, it reminded me of like when a soccer player will stay down trying to get the other player booked. <laughs> like I, oh, right. I thought maybe he was trying to get like a you know runner interference or something. I'm like, okay, it's it's all right. You can get up now, Iggy. Okay, yeah. He end, ended up being injured as sometimes soccer players do, right. but or like his feels were hurt. Like my feels. <laughs> Billy got destroyed and taken out there. Yeah. I, I would I would assume they did. Speaking of, has anything uh, interesting happened in soccer in the last, uh, I don't know, two days? Yeah. I, the, the listeners of this podcast probably have no interest. But yesterday, Newcastle United, my favorite soccer team, secured promotion to the Premier League. And it was very good. They won 4-1 uh, over Preston North End. Not the South uh, End. No, 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 no. You're you're dealing with the upper half. Uh, so good. Rafa Benitez is the man. A little sidetrack here, but Newcastle got bumped up. That's Boom. exciting. And now, now our teams play next year. Yeah, we should we should come up with some sort of wager. I'm gonna need some odds though. <laughs> you can you can have uh, Newcastle win or draw. How about that? Oh, they, yeah, I'd, t- I'd take that. Especially at home. We always draw. Okay, um, one more thought before we get off that awful series. Trevor Thompson and the Ray Tank. Is it okay to be as afraid as he was of the Ray Tank? I was uncomfortable watching how scared he was of those things. Okay, uh, I can understand having some trepidation about marine life, but you got to man up a little bit for TV. Like, entertain the people, you know? And that's the thing. Like he didn't actually have to get in there. He just had to had to put on a strong face. Oh yeah, those things are awesome. I for sure get in there. Nobody's gonna call you on that. <laughs> yeah, fake it. Just yeah, say it. Lie, lie to people. Yeah. Would Would you get in there? Uh, I would need some good motivation. I'd need a motivating factor. I'm not just gonna climb in because I think it's fun. Chilling with cool animals. That's the best motivation. No, I'd, no, 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 I'd no, for no. sure do it. You know who else would do it? Johnny Kane. Johnny Kane. Yeah. You could hold hands while you're in there. I don't. I don't think that would probably, probably happen. Um, well, I mean, who knows? I can't say what would happen in the moment, but probably not. <laughs> okay. Okay. So let's see. let's move on to Minnesota. Uh, we lost JD in the spring. Lost Iggy in Tampa. We saw Mickey go down on Friday. Jacoby gets hit on Sunday or on Saturday. Boyd gets ejected for being a man. Um, and somehow we still take two of three from the twins yeah. in Minnesota. Um, we saw some unlikely heroes step up. Obviously, our boy, our boys, uh, Juicy Aducey and, and John Hits. Um, the janitor, Blaine Hardy, had uh, quite a role in that game. Um, do you... Don't send Blaine down. Don't send Blaine down no. ever again. No. Blaine is one of the top seven pitchers we have. Yes, probably even even much much higher than that on that list. Um, I looked at look at his numbers. Look at his statistics over the time that we've had Blaine Hardy. He's as good as anybody we've had. Yes, that that now that's not saying everything <laughs> a lot, but it, he's good. Yes, and he's dependable and he's steady. Which I don't yeah. know if you guys have seen, but we don't have a lot of guys out there that are. And uh, I said like before the season. We can play the entire season, and you're going to look back and who are the two most consistent bullpen guys. And I feel more confident about this than ever. It's Alex Wilson and Blaine Hardy. Yes. It's been all this time now. It's that's still the answer. The thing is, we have the the high velocity, flashy guys in Justin Wilson and Shane Green, but I feel like there's more of a roller coaster with with those two than you know historically over over the. I guess with them the last two this season and last season. Yeah, Blaine Blaine and, and Alex are so steady. They just they come in there, they don't wow yeah. you with anything, and they get it done. Now maybe they're pitching slightly lower leverage situations, but they give you what you're looking for. You need some outs. Yes. Um, do you read it as a good sign uh, that we could grind out two wins at essentially half strength? Or are you concerned how quickly we've gotten to half strength? Um, no, I think it's a good sign because one thing that the Tigers have lacked for a lot of years is any kind of substantial depth. And if we're winning games with the secondary players, that means we're, we're showing some kind of depth. And I feel like the really upper, upper echelon teams, um, 
have really good benches too. Whether that's young guys who just have a lot of talent or they 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 wisely and shrewdly acquired a, a guy to fill a lot of roles or whatever. The good teams have good benches. And I think our we've we've taken some knocks, but with Romine, I mean, look what Romine's doing. Um, we're showing that we have kind of at least a capable bench. And no offense to Don Kelly. He was that bench guy for a lot of years and was a really nice guy, but probably a substandard, you know, he was a, a maybe even less than replacement level kind of hitter for sure. Yeah, we loved him, but he wasn't uh, what you might call an offensive force. Right. Romine is, is playing a ton better than than Donnie Kelly ever did and 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 doing just as much your 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 mentions are just going to be on fire this week. yeah don't at me don't at me <laughs> um the one thing I was thinking about like I feel like it's been a, a pretty uh big talking point on Twitter this week is is the depth issue it's hard to attract depth at a position like uh, talking about Mickey Mickey plays every day how are you yep. going to you know attra- I mean obviously we somehow did with James Loney but you know having Hicks and Avila as guys who can can sub in like that's about as good as you yep. can do at first base um yep. you know like you said Romine coming in to, to replace Iglesias and you know center field Jacoby goes down we've had to you know shuffle things around center field was a problem to begin with like you know, it's hard to it's hard right. to to insult the depth and center field when, yep. you know, maybe it wasn't so hot to begin with. Were you a little surprised Presley wasn't called up? Um, I was. And then I wrote I read. Did you article. look at his numbers? Yeah. Lynn wrote a, wrote an article um, that was like, who's hot, who's not in the, in the minor yeah. leagues. And it sounds like Presley is in the not category. Well, there it's, it's a doozy time. <laughs> Um, you do see is Lucy. It's kind of funny before the before the twin series, somebody came out with a report that talked about I think it was Baseball America, uh, oldest to youngest farm system, and our farm system was the absolute oldest. Then we go down yeah. there and rob them, uh, rob the system of essentially anyone who could do anything. And lo and right. behold, you know, a and, and John Hicks come up and and show us what they're made of. Yeah. Aducey's like 31, I think. Hicks is 28, nah, somewhere upper 20s. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't mind having some older guys in AAA. If they're willing to have a good attitude about it and hang out there, yeah, we're happy to have them. The funny thing sure. is, is Infante, the one we were so, you know, yeah, heart yeah. emoji about in spring training, he's the one that hasn't gotten the call yet. Right, well... We have outfielder mash unit out there. We need outfielder help. So, speaking of old, um, okay, so let's move on yeah. to uh, maybe Twitter's favorite topic. I, I don't know, and that's that's Anibal Sanchez. Um, he has not been good. He is, in case you've been living under a rock, he's been really, really bad. Um, along with a healthy portion of the internet, I thought that the off day on Monday was going to be it for him. He's still around, still still kicking. Um, what is the hope at this point? Well, I guess the hope is that he has that flash that he had like in spring training where he strung together three or four appearances where nobody was hitting him. I mean, he, he was pitching effectively and throwing strikes. I guess you just hope for that. The other thing is, he was an important piece for a long time. He made some big money. He was, um, he's an, he's a friend. He's an important guy, uh, in the clubhouse. And it was with the rotation. You don't just dump those guys overnight, even if they're underperforming. There's, there's a, there's a process, I guess. But ultimately having said that, a decision has got to be made about him soon, don't you think? I, I definitely think so. As as a fan, from strictly the Eric perspective, um, how much nonsense can you deal with? Are you willing to deal with? Do you want the Tigers to deal with? Um, to, I guess, feed into that that uh, nostalgia, the you right. know sentimentality of this is a guy that I mean, how much are you willing to to go through? Well, I think you have to lean on the coaches who are watching his bullpens and seeing what he's working on a little bit that too. I mean, if they're seeing something like, oh, 
here's a little mechanical adjustment that's off that might explain some of the poor performances. But he, if he can make this adjustment and stuff, there's there's a vi- there's a live arm there. There's some vibrant and can come back. And um, but if you're if you're watching bullpens and studying what he has, and, he's, and you say, boy, I just don't see it coming back. The performances on the field are showing you, no, this is this is certainly not happening, and there's not a lot of promise here. Um, his, his contract is a lot of money to eat. Right. But I, I think all fans and we, we all have to remember, we did get a lot of value at the beginning, the, the first half, the first two thirds of, of his contract. There were a couple of years there where we got, uh, some surplus value out of him, um, and, uh, you know, you don't want any hard feelings. You got to handle it appropriately. But his time is coming to an end, I would I would think. Yeah, definitely. I think the, the thing that people have slept upon um, about his flash from spring training is he did that as a starter. Um, how you approach right? a game as a starter and as a as a reliever is two yep. completely different things. Starters He's, are good. He's never been good as a reliever, has he? No, I'm assuming he's a very routine-oriented guy. And when you're all of a sudden animal get loose and you don't have 45 minutes to get yourself into that mindset, I I mean, I think it's probably as much mental with him um, as it is physical. And, you know, clearly you're not taking Matt Boyd out of the rotation for him to go back in. There just isn't – I mean – he is destroying us out of the bullpen. And I was yeah. thinking about it, like, what what are some of the, the reasons you would keep him, you know, starting pitcher, uh, starting pitching depth? Well, you look down at Toledo, Verhagen, my boy, Bell, Farmer, all of these guys are so significantly better options to make a start at this point in time. Like, you, you would trust them more than Sanchez, for sure. 100%. Um, and I feel like I keep coming back to, you know, we're paying this money regardless. You can pay to have him make us better by not being here or you can pay him to make us worse by throwing you know every seventh day when we're down to like i do think it's time and you know we we loved having him here he was he was incredible he won the era title for us i mean how many how many pitchers we had to do that like yep. but it's not looking good no it is not speaking of not looking good um how close are you to um, calling time on K-Rod as a closer? See, okay, here's my take on K-Rod as a closer. Um, he is no longer the best or even maybe the second best relief pitcher that we have. Let's say that's true, just for argument's it's sake. definitely true, but yeah, go on. Yeah, right. Um, so what is all the modern kind of statistics say about closers and closer utilization 538 had a really really good article that i retweeted a couple times because i loved it about the goose egg about goose gossage and how they used to use relief pitchers i like using k-rod as the closer not um because he may not be our best pitcher interesting Right. So leave him in that role. Understand that. No, he is not the best pitcher anymore. And use a guy like Justin Wilson as your Andrew Miller type guy. Yeah. Okay. You're you're using the guys who can who can get you through the tough guys. The Wilson boys, your Blaine Hardy, your Shane Green to get to once you get to him, you're hoping that it's more in safe hands. Right. That that's exactly right. Give him hopefully he's got a clean inning or or, or any of that kind of that kind of thing. Um because if you remove him from the closer role, he does not become your long man or a specialist. He becomes your 7th or 8th inning guys, which can be a guy which can be as high of leverage or more leverage than your 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 ninth inning your closer. Um so uh, I do, don't want to get bent out of shape like, oh, he's not closing games appropriately. You know, OK, that that's fine. He knows that role. He's not the best. Use the other guys in the highest level leverage situations. And he's using all of the all of the adrenaline in the world to get up to throw the ninth inning. You take a little bit less of that and give it to him to throw the seventh or the eighth. And he's going to do even worse. Right. I mean, you can tell yeah. he's a guy that that thrives on the big moments. I right. mean, he's not a versatile pitcher. If he's not if he's not pitching the ninth, I don't know what you have in him, unfortunately. Right. Now, here's an idea. If 
say Justin Wilson got uh, one or two outs in the eighth and you have a lefty coming up to start the ninth, run Wils- Justin Wilson out there for one batter Absolutely. and then run K-Rod out for two more. You know, screw the save. Don't be beholden to the save. You want to win the game. So I wouldn't – I'd love to see some innovation like that. Unfortunately, with Osmus, we're not going to see it. I don't, I don't see that happening, but I, I too would love it. Um, I wrote down the stat. You got your, your Wilson times two, Shane Green, and Blaine Hardy. Um, in the last 15 days, a combined 19 and a third innings pitched, two earned runs, 19 strikeouts. Those four yeah. are dealing. Yeah. We can make a bullpen out of this. Jimenez, if he sticks around, you know, there is there is some light yeah, absolutely. And quite frankly, I I mean, I, I agree yes. with you. I I uh I was I was getting down on K Rod, but when you kind of frame it like that, it, it does make a lot of sense to keep him where he is and just and just roll with those guys to get to get through those the the higher leverage middle middle innings. And and he's gonna take a beating every time he, he blows it in the ninth because that's what I mean, that's kind of your your snapshot. When somebody's just looking at mm-hmm. the, the game, he's the one that's gonna be, you know, the most most attention right. when when they blow it um right and you're, we're gonna have so, to deal with that but yeah i i am for keeping him there but not for the reason that most people think exactly right. all right are you ready to move on to the power rankings yeah absolutely okay today we have something very exciting i think you're gonna get really into this hall oh i'm ready. and um i you know I, i'm afraid at how hot your takes might be on this particular topic uh but we're gonna work this out together you know, okay. there might be some conflict, but we'll, we'll get through it. And I have for you today, Major League Baseball mascots. <laughs> now, I'm not talking – these are current mascots, and I'm not talking about, you know, uh, the the Red Sox is their mascot. No, I'm talking about actual people dressed up in costumes, <laughs> you know, fraternizing with the fans and of, making of merry. Okay. <laughs> All right. So top seven and bottom – uh, bottom three. Number seven, we're going to have some controversy right off the bat here. Number seven is pause. Of course you went pause because he's your hookup. Pause. <laughs> pause. pause. Your boy. I, you know, I considered even leaving pause off this list. I hate to say, but I'm, I'm a homer. I'm going to put pause on the list uh, where the tigers pause is a tiger. Don't overthink it. Simple, but effective. Seems like a good sport. Not doing a lot of fancy dancing or skits, but, no. you know, being there for the kids. Right. That, that seems seems like a fair, fair estimation of pause. OK. Number six is Stomper. Stomper is the elephant for the Oakland A's. Oh. And it's a great in, you know, the A's have their kind of secondary mascot is the elephant. And Stomper looks so plump and jolly like he just waddles around. He's fuzzy. I just think Stomper's kind of cute. Now, do you That's think numbers. he's good with like uh, numbers? I hear that elephants never forget. I mean, I'm, right. I'm, yeah, he's the Moneyball mascot. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, the Billy sure. Bean of mascots could be very useful. Could be useful. <laughs> could be useful. <laughs> Number five is Dinger, the Colorado Rockies Triceratops dinosaur. What mascot? Dinger. Yeah, Dinger. What uh I'm sure that there's a science thing here, but what what uh connection do the Rockies and dinosaurs have? I'm glad you asked. Oh. <laughs> so when they were excavating the field to make Coors Coors Park, Coors Field. Field? Yeah. Field. They found fossils of a triceratops while oh. they were excavating the field. I thought that was kind of cool. Fair enough. I, I stand corrected. So it's a purple dinosaur named Dinger. And he's <laughs> kind of happy. It's, it's kind of cool. Yeah. Not, the, not so, the most popular purple dinosaur, but he's on the list. He's top two, maybe. <laughs> All right. Number four is the pirate. You should celebrate yourself every day. But some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. 
Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Parrot. <laughs> I like the pirate parrot. He looks so goofy. And I've seen him kind of do some funny skits, the pirate parrot. And they're the pirates. What better mascot for the pirates than a parrot? Yeah, it just you know, goes. It's, it's thematically appropriate. It's great. That's number four. Number three, uh, and I hesitated on this one, but I think it's historically significant, is Mr. Met. Mr. Met is kind of iconic. He's got, uh, you know, that giant ball for a head. He was the very first baseball mascot, 1964. And if you look at the original Mr. Met, a little creepy, a little <laughs> creepy, but I guess there's a Mrs. Met now and a lot of derivatives like the, um, the Reds and, um, the Braves. So Mr. Redlegs and Homer, the brave are kind of baseball headed mascots, but Mr. Met was the first one. So bonus points for, you know, inspiring Fair other enough. teams. Okay. Number two is maybe a little overrated according to some lists, but I'm going to go with Wally, the green monster <laughs> from the, from the Red Sox. It's kind of perfect, right? To get the green monster. He's, he's a green monster. He's got this big dopey grin. Um, he's funny to look at. They did the fun uh, sports center commercials with him and big poppy and stuff like that. I liked Wally, the green monster. The problem with him is he's related to something in Boston and I have a pretty yeah. strong hatred towards Boston and all of its various uh, components. I know, I know. Anyway. But, yeah. So that was number two. Number one, you got to guess? Oh, there is only one appropriate answer for this. It is DJ Kitty. No, DJ Kitty is not a person walking around in a costume. Yes, it is. I've seen it with my, with my own eyes. Oh, I thought it was like a video board thing where they play oh, with it's, a. It's that too, but no, there's there's a DJ Kitty because where we where we go down to spring training, uh, we're like two miles from the race, so we go there all the time. And I've only yeah. seen him like once or twice, but DJ Kitty is it does come to life. I've I've seen it in the flesh, and quite frankly, it changed me. But listen, DJ Kitty isn't even the primary mascoted or primary costumed mascot. I mean, That's it doesn't, it doesn't Raymond. Make any sense That's whatsoever. Raymond. How yes. can you be on the top of the list when you're not even the top of your own team? But who spins the tracks? DJ Kitty does. <laughs> Still not number one. Anyway, go on. All right. Number one for sure is the Philly Fanatic. I love the Philly Fanatic. He has the best skits. He drives around on a quad. Uh, and actually, the Philly Fanatic's birthday is today. Oh. Uh, the Philly Fanatic first debuted today in 1978 at Veterans Stadium. It's very normal that you know that. Yeah, for sure. Everybody, everybody knows that. Yeah, when I think of baseball mascot, definitely the first one that comes to mind. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Philly Fanatic's great. They did this skit with like this girl, and he he does kind of the Simon Says and lifts his shirt. It's fu it's funny. Philly <laughs> Fanatic's great. That's kind of um, problematic, though. Yeah, that's what I like. I like edgy, right? <laughs> that's good. Um, other um, honorable mentions. Can I do honorable mentions? Absolutely. Um, the Swinging Friar. San you know, Diego, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah. Likes huh. to go to key parties, evidently. Swinging Yikes. Friar. Uh, <laughs> So we had uh, Bernie the Brewer. Yes. Slides down the slide into the barrel. That's pretty cool. I have a funny Bernie um, the Brewer story before you move on. Um, so me and one of my buddies went up there. Uh, it was the last game of the year. I think it was the previous season, not this one that just ended. Um, and I got super excited because I saw Bernie Brewer uh, slide down the slide. He does it in like pregame. And I'm like, oh, man, I hope they score all kinds of runs so I can see him do that again and again. 
they got shut out. I think it was by Jason Hamill or someone, someone terrible like that. So I got to see Bernie the Brewer slide down once, and that was it. And I was your born. desire blew it. That's a very Buddhist thing. You have to drain yourself of all desire oh, okay. to, you know, find Nirvana. See, why did, I don't know why you didn't just text me that. Then I would have, would have, then it would have <laughs> happened. Yeah. I'm if you, you need advice, you know, via Eastern religion, I, I'm your guy. All right. <laughs> of course. Uh, other honorable mentions, Billy the Marlin is kind of cool because it, it's not furry. It's like shiny. And it's just like a big Marlin head on a guy that's pretty cool now where does Bill- Mar- marlin's Wait. man come down on your list marlin's man yeah the guy that wears the bright orange oh gosh it was it was a joke it wasn't it wasn't intended to be on the list <laughs> he's he's no one's favorite person or mascot <laughs> pretty sure he's his own favorite but that's in florida guy. there <laughs> yeah um orbit orbit for the astros it's just like supposed to be some kind of alien, I think. And it's just like super cute. It's got some kind of antenna or something. Hmm. I really can't figure it out. Shout out to Jen Cozy, uh, who hates mascots. If you don't follow Jen, I think that's how you say her last name. Anyway, I'll retweet her. She hates mascots. Every time I tweet something about a mascot, she gets on me about how awful they are. So anyway. I'm surprised there's no honorable mention for the river rascal. Yeah. Crash, crash the river rascal. And, uh, uh, the swimming pig, which is uh, I forget his name, pork chopper. So I forget the swimming oh. pig's name. Yeah, whitecaps people are gonna get mad at me. Uh, I forget. Um, all right, where are we? Uh, bottom three for sure. Um, I mentioned him already. Homer the Brave, mm. and it's just a it's just a baseball head in a Braves costume, like very derivative. Yeah, you know, it's it's not good. Yeah, if you're not first, you're last. That's right. That's right. No good. I'm assuming that's better and safer than having some kind of Native American mascot. True. A sound decision there, but not edgy at all. Um, Oh, I should say, uh, so the Peoria Chiefs. Okay. So they have for their mascot a Dalmatian, like a fire dog, and they went with the Chiefs like fire chief uh, imagery. Interesting. I thought that was kind of creative to get away from the Native American stuff. There are a lot of fires in Peoria. Well, I'm sure there's like Indian chiefs at the time, and then they just went over. Stop making my life difficult, Hall. Move move along. Move move along. (sighs) Second from the worst is Baxter Bobcat. Have you ever heard of? Yeah. Do you even know what team it is for? Uh, Twins. Exactly. I don't know. No, that's the TC Bear. Okay. Uh, but uh, Baxter Bobcat is for the Diamondbacks. So your mascot's a snake, and now you have a Bobcat. It's even. It's kind of a poopy-looking Bobcat, too. It's not good. Disgusting. That's right. And the worst one, you want to guess? Nope, I'm straight out. Clark the Cub. Remember when this thing came out? It was like, like this half-grin kind of sad, internally sad face. And Clark the Cub, it's got this hat backwards with like sprigs, like it's uh, uh, like the bad cartoon. Remember Itchy and Scratchy when they added the uh, Poochie or whatever it was? You know it's I don't, deep. but okay. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, so it's just like it's trying too hard, and it's late to the game. You didn't, and the Cubs did not need a mascot, right? So, um. There are three teams that do not have a mascot, and the Cubs should have been the fourth one. They should be amongst this group. Now, I, can you a little quiz time? Can you come up with the three that don't? The White Sox? Nope. They have um, Southpaw. Oh yeah, how could I forget Southpaw? <laughs> uh, the Indians? Hopefully, uh, the, it, no. The Indians have um, that green monster with uh, splotches oh, yeah. and big mustache. He looks stupid. Yeah. What is his name? Um, Let's call him Turd because he's from Cleveland. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Uh, Turd. Um, Any other guesses? Uh, No, I'm out. Uh, Yankees, you got uh, Dodgers and the Angels. So you, all of your kind of classic teams. Yeah, the Cubs are very easy. That's why the Cubs should have stuck with that. Um, so Clark, the club's the worst. That's power rankings. 
Hello, this is Eric's mom, and you're listening to the Podcastianos. Um, okay, so apparently this weekend was like, um, you know, the weekend where everyone does their adopt a highway deal. You know, yeah, they, I they, noticed that. I I did notice that. I'm assuming because it was Earth Day or Arbor Day, one of those two. Oh, I thought it was like Community Service Judgment Day, <laughs> and all the like. Maybe. The DUI people had to go and pick up trash. Maybe I don't. I, I don't know. But I mean, I think it was one of the the nature holidays. Um, so like all over TC, there are these brightly colored garbage bags, and mm. like I'm I'm running by them, and there's one like every tenth of a mile that I have to you know hurdle or go around. It got pretty obnoxious. But anyways, I'm running past bag after bag after bag. I think to myself like. Yeah, it's great. They picked up the trash, you know, for their mile or two miles or whatever. But like, that's can't. You should be, pick up the bags. That can't be chopped on. Like, get rid of your trash. How hard is it to just pick up the bags and yeah, throw yeah. them away? Like, we don't have any sort of like city garbage pickup. Like, everything's here is privatized and stuff. Just get rid of your bags. I mean, how many do you have? Five, six, seven. Just do something with it. You know, that's yeah. not reasonable. They're in your way. Yes, obviously they're in my way, which is probably the most most uh, you know egregious of their crimes. But like, I guess kudos to to doing it. But maybe yeah. next year, like, don't do it halfway and just just finish the job. Yeah, you have very serious training to do, right? You're counting down. Yeah, to your yeah. big run, aren't you? No kidding. Yeah, I I am getting nervous. I will I will not lie. I'm getting nervous, but. I, I've put in so many miles. I'm assuming I'll just get going. The legs will be like machine, and I'll just run the whole time. That, that's what I'm hoping for. Yeah. More or less. You're fit, ready to go. I am fit. Also, I saw a Starburst fully wrapped on the side of the road. <laughs> I, was, I, it a, was it a yellow one? It was not. Oh, see if it's a yellow one. People are abandoning those. No, it was a, it was a pink one, which I think oh, are kind really? of the, the creme de la creme, homie. Top Those show. are the desirable ones. What right? I was wondering is possibly like a poison apple, Snow White type situation. Yeah, they're trying to lure you in, like sticking a sticking a razor blade in a pink starburst, like it's Halloween. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, okay, we is. have definitely probably what it was. Um, we have a couple a couple Twitter questions. We're running long, so we'll just kind of zoom through these. Um, our buddy Hook Slide asks us. I've been I've recently started running been at it maybe three or four weeks and i don't ever see anything uh interesting on the side of the road where should i be running i'm unqualified to answer see here's the thing hook slide um is maybe instead of adjusting where you run you adjust your perception on what is interesting (laughs) um for instance a pink starburst yes i mean actually that is pretty interesting it's not not interesting yeah Okay. Um, Anthony Troy asks Look us. Look for some car siding. <laughs> Gosh, that one is never going to die. It was a Gosh, real thing. Man. I sent you a picture. Um, he <laughs> asks us, can uh, either be at least a... Uh, I don't know what that means. Okay. <laughs> so, sorry. <laughs> sorry, buddy. I might have missed the context. Uh, so... Please submit all your questions in English. Oh, please. oh no. We were talking about Adducey and Hicks. Can either of them be at least a Brennan Bosch or a Chris Shelton? I'll hang up and listen. Uh, we got a long, we got a little ways to go to reach that kind of standard yet. And I think Shelton and Bosch were younger. This is a different caliber of old. These guys have been overseas to play. Aducey has at least. Yeah. So yeah, he's cost. Just don't cost us any one. That would be a good, good contribution. <laughs> um, okay. Jeremy Troya brothers, uh, teaming up. Uh, are you guys the podcast version of Perfect Strangers? If so, I think Eric is bulky, Bart, Bartacomus, 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 and your referring to me, Larry Appleton. This is not a reference that I understand. Uh, do you want to oh. fill me in? Yeah this this was my very favorite sitcom as a child, um, as a young teen. I don't know when it came out. Yeah, it's it's right at that breaking point where I would remember it and you wouldn't. I thought it was funny in the past when I first watched it. I don't know if it holds up and passes the test of time, but it was a great show. Yeah, it was like a foreign guy from. Okay, so it's like think clean Borat coming to live with a fastidious 
cousin in the United States and they have little adventures together. Mm. And the famous thing was now we are so happy. We do the dance of joy and they sing this song and they jump up and down. Sounds pretty much just like us. Television was a, it was a simpler time. Then. <laughs> um, Jed at Tigers J UK asks, which happens first, a Joe Jimenez save or a Dixon Machado Homer? Boof. That's a good question. Dixon's getting big. Gonna be gonna be Dixon getting swole. Um, who's got more chances? Um, I see the Dixon just does not get a lot of plate appearances. I think he'd go the whole year without hitting one. I I will take uh, I'll take him in this. Okay, so that's that's the best. That's the wager. Um, <laughs> at John, find two, not find one, find two. Um, who would be the better cuddler between Hicks and Aducey? Uh, isn't the catcher always a better cuddler? That's, that's very true. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay. <laughs> Let's move on to the upcoming matchups because there's one specific matchup that I am on pins and needles for. Um, we'll start tonight. Obviously Felix took on Zimmerman. Um, actually I take that back. There's two tomorrow night, James Paxton, uh, against Daniel Norris. Paxton is really, really good. You know, I love Daniel Norris. I mean, legitimately two of the best young pitchers in baseball. That one should be really, really fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, then on Thursday, two of the best, maybe not quite so young pitchers, Hisashi Iwakuma against Justin Verlander. Um, I'm low key kind of a massive Iwakuma fan. Um, he's just so efficient. I, I really, I really like him, but obviously not polling for him this week. Mm-hmm. And then on Friday, the White Sox come into town and guess who we get to face the one and only yes, Mike Pelfrey. Pelfrey against Matt Boyd. Um, How much joy will you take in watching Pelfrey pitch for somebody else against us? Not any, because you know he's going to smoke us, right? You know it's going to just be this one game of brilliance, and the Pelf train is just going to come rolling through the station, and it's going to roll us over. I had said as soon as he released, he was going to be the man for the Twins. I might have been one city off, (laughs) and the White Sox. I'm a... I know you're happy for this game, but I am afraid. Yeah, he's, I'm afraid it's going to make us look bad. He's going to throw like a nine hit five walk shutout against us. Ugh, uh, it's going to cause me so much pain. Yes, um, rush him, but I don't know. My hope for him is if he he actually does give them five ish of good ish, and then we'll get to that that infamous uh, White Sox pen. Yeah. Okay, uh, record prediction. Um, it's a win win column tonight, so we got one, yeah. um, and two more against Seattle, and then three against the the White Sox. Man, we. Sh- I think the Mariners get one, and the White Sox get one. Um, I'm pretty confident. We're playing at home. I'll, I'll say uh, I'll say four and two. I'll say five and one. I I think Paxton maybe gets the best of my boy Norris, and we roll the rest of them. Um, but like we said, I would, I would not be surprised if Pelfrey beat us and that, cause that's, that's just baseball. That's how baseball does. Yep. Uh, I got him right. I got him right last week. So we're right. Every, I was right. Almost every week. One of the two of us is right. Yep. I was right for sure. Um, if you want to get in touch with the show, you can, uh, you can reach us at podcastianos.com on Twitter. I am at Jordan hall 23. Eric is at Comeric Eric. And the show is at podcastianos on Instagram. I am at Jordino four. Um, and once again, we'd love it. If you would take the time to subscribe, rate and review us on iTunes, Google play, SoundCloud, or whatever other platform you're listening to the show on. I'm just nailing the review, uh, bit these days. No, so, no more hesitation. So yeah. So smooth. We've come a long way from subscribe. We have. I'm never going back to those days. I'm kind of sad. I like subscribe. Yeah. Maybe for the 50th, I'll throw in a, uh, throw in a subscribe. Yeah, got a big anniversary coming up. Mm, it's going to be, it's going to be uh, moving probably. Very. <laughs> a special, a special after school edition of the podcast. Yados. We should come up with like uh, big moments from 50, like all of the old sitcoms used to do. Yeah, just patch an episode together. I like that. Yeah, except for that sounds like yeah, so a lot much of work. Editing work. <laughs> so one hundred percent, we will we'll not be doing that. It'd be so much easier just make a new one. Um, anything else to say to the people before we get out for the week? Uh, enjoy baseball. It's good. A little little positive beat around the Tigers again after all the injury stuff. Uh, we're gonna get some guys back. It's fun to watch baseball. 
Yeah, and enjoy and enjoy the Adusi thing because let's be honest, he's not actually any good. But while he's up and he's he's hitting, <laughs> let's get into it. It's baseball can be fun. Little little things like this yeah. over the over 162 games are why we love baseball. Yeah. Um, he's not here to stay. No, you know it's like a limited flavor of ice cream. Even if it's not very good, you got to try it because it's going to be gone again. <laughs> exactly. Um, with that being said, uh, eat them up, Tigers. Eat them up. Goodbye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.